Oh, hey, y'all. I, I don't know where I am, but I know where you are. It's where you are supposed to be, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. I just got back. Uh, I had my toes in the sand and uh, in the morning and at night I was in a blinding snowstorm heading home. So I am confused as to what's going on. So if I uh, uh, speak backwards and in tongues, it's not in my intent to do so. <laughs> I just didn't know one of those places and spaces, but we have awesome, awesome guests today that are going to keep me in check along with Super Don, including Julie Matthew Matthews returning from Nourishing Hope. And you'll see that linked up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com. Also, an amazing weekend. I can't wait to relive it. Uh, with Jamie Dorley and Joe Messino. And if you missed yesterday's show, we had a bunch of the folks that were presenting at that event and more uh, in uh, Clearwater. So uh, Nutritional Frontiers joining us here on the Robert Scott Bell Show this very afternoon. If you are on the East Coast, it's uh, what, about uh, 3 o'clock. If you are on the West Coast, it's noon. If you're around the world, figure out your own time zone. And we'll be back with more powerful healing after we get this healing party started like like this. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. You know how you, you want to reminisce about you know, the awesome times in your life from way back when I already want to reminisce about this weekend, this past weekend, even, even a bit this past week when I got to hang out with Jonathan E. Mord, uh, with of course his run for the United States Senate in Virginia, the three days, three, three city barnstorming tour last week. There's so much that's gone on the last week. I felt like I lived another lifetime and then heading down to uh, Clearwater to be with my friends, Jamie Dorley, Joe Messino, and many others, and many of whom you saw, uh, yesterday on the air uh, that we recorded on Sunday from the event. And uh, we got Jamie and Joe hanging out with us again uh, in the second hour. So I'll, I'll pause on the reminisce on the weekend event because I can go through it with them. And you guys are going to go, why wasn't I there? And maybe we can talk about how we can give you access to the, uh, the actual event that just occurred because there's a lot of great information education. We'll review some of that. Uh, next hour. Also, Nourishing Hope. Uh, we've had uh, the discussion on autism many times over the years. Uh, Julie Matthews rejoins us here. It's been a while since we've had her on, uh, and there's a lot going on that we need to we need to catch up on. Uh, so that's good. I was just uh, reminiscing with Super Don as uh, we were heading into the show, and and what was it, the, the memory that I had, I, I threw your way, and it was like, uh, it was a Three Stooges thing, probably going back. To, uh, <laughs> Slowly I turn. You said that, and I was just yeah. like, bing, and it reminded me of my dad when I was yeah. just a little kid. He, my dad was a great storyteller, very mm -hmm. animated, and you know, and and funny and and expressive, and uh, he told me that that about that comedy thing. You know, I I, I still I can't quite remember the details to it, but. When you said that, it was it took me back like it was a few decades there to when I was a little kid. My dad telling me about that. I was believe I, I it probably was a vaudeville kind of thing going through the Three Stooges that when I used to watch growing up, all those reruns that we had when we had had like three maybe four channels, right. and uh, that was the silly slapstick we got. We grew up with as well, even though it wasn't our era. It was certainly something we were Thanks exposed yeah, to. Man. Uh, in the 70s. Three Stooges, Laurel Hardy. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the other? It was uh, Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Now that yeah. really was from our parents' time, yeah. really. But we we were we caught the tail end of that. 
all the reruns and well we didn't have eh. tiktok and 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 instagram and snapchat and, and facebook so and, the uh, entertainment we got we either made or it was all old the old black and white uh you know shows the comedy shows and things and then it went right. all, all that so i think about reminiscing that's why i brought that up when when that triggered a memory for you that was a happy memory with your dad and yeah. you know, i'm just thinking of the happy memories that uh, i'm in i'm just making now i mean that's what i said the the people that we're getting to meet you know, part of the tragedy, of course, as we like acknowledge in, in the COVID crazy years we've been through is the loss of life, the loss of loved ones and friends. And uh, and I don't mean all, all friends died even, but some have just, uh, well, canceled us, you know, in, in the context of, you know, we thought they were, you know, kind of hanging out with us and we enjoyed things. And, and then they said, oh, no, 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 now that you don't mask up, now that you don't believe in this shot, suddenly you were canceled from their lives. And even family members had, had divided. So looking to create the real family that is not necessarily blood, but it is of spiritual purpose and mission. And when I say this, Super D, it doesn't mean, you know, we are exactly and everybody's exactly aligned in purpose and mission, but aligned well enough and closely enough that we recognize, I, I would say if there's a, if the word is special, maybe not. Uh, but the idea of a heart-centered, a spirit-centered focus, you know, someone that wants to really inspire and uplift, not degrade and degenerate. And it seems to be that'd be an easy litmus to find out, you know, who you, who you want to hang out with. You know, when you're hanging out with someone and you leave and you're like, man, I'm exhausted. I just feel depleted. Or Yeah, and energy is a real thing. Mm -hmm. It really is. No, definitely. Uh, so the energy we had this weekend, and again, we'll get into it in an hour two was definitely uplifting. I felt, you know, smile after smile, a lot of laughter, a lot of silliness in the midst of very serious inquiry, serious discussion, serious education, some of which we got to do on the air yesterday with a number of guests, including Judy Mikovits. Uh, we celebrated her birthday and Joe Messino's birthday over the weekend uh, at the Nutritional Frontiers event. Uh, also, uh, uh, over the weekend, didn't we air on, which, which day was it that it was aired? Uh, the interview with, Chloe and her mother and Babri was that Sunday show? I think so. Cause I'm, I'm so lost on the days. I know it's Tuesday now. So Monday we aired the stuff I did Sunday, on yeah, Sun, yeah. Sunday. Yes. show was, um, well, let's see now. Wait a minute. April 2nd was the show that we did with Babri and with Chloe. Babri. And Correct. Yeah. And, yeah. and how, and think about the vaccine injury, the HPV shot. This was a young girl. If you miss Sunday's broadcast, please not only watch it, but share it. Because here's a young lady who was basically a preteen to teen being told, her mother was being told, you should get the HPV shot. And she doesn't. She's injured. She's wounded. She gets another one. It's worse. It's worse. And she's going years and years trying to figure out what to do. No energy and beyond that. And then finally connects with Babri. And the option was intravenous chelation or taking this supercharged antioxidant like that's chernobyl level you know the uh the the folium products the folium px and she took that and she get she got well and she's doing great she got holding on a job it's amazing so those are the stories that inspire me and i know there's not only one way to go but sometimes that one way you think you got it all figured out and then like with my mom all the the years that we were going through and she was struggling through covid years maybe not with it, with covid in fact but putting her on all the good things we know and then it was the folium puts her over the top back to dancing, back to energy, back to good sleep. So uh, I love the discoveries. The fact that we are here as an energetic focal point to bring the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you. Now, as we go into the first subject here, Super D, and, and you guys can find all of this at robertscottbell.com. You can sign up for the newsletter. 
And that is at the same website, as well as you could submit questions there. And you can sign up for the newsletter also via text. You can text my initials RSB to the number 22828. So if you have a text field, you go 22828. That's where you're going to send the text. And you, my initials RSB for Robert Scott Bell. Boom. It'll respond back. You put in your email and you're in. And that's awesome because you'll be plugged into a lot of great things, upcoming events, of which there are many and, and more all the time. And as well, uh, special offers and deals that we like to get you for the best stuff on earth that we help. Well, we utilize, I utilize, and Super Don does. And that's why we want you to be on it as well to help you appropriately. But what is not appropriate, and I will say it, yes, it's human genome editing. Heck, I don't like it when they do it to animals. Heck, I don't like it when they do it to food. Genetic engineering, the arrogance slash ignorance of mankind that alters what we call genetic integrity of species on earth, animal and plant, that would provide nourishment, speaking of nourishing hope and more, provide nourishment to you. Altering the genetic integrity of which we've learned a lot about more recently with the mRNA injection technology that they tried to pass off as a vaccine, which turns out, well, it may not have been, and they might have gone, well, maybe we shouldn't have called it a vaccine because now everybody's questioning all vaccines. Thank you very much. It's a good thing. It's a bad thing in a sense of all the people that were injured and harmed, but you know, these are also choices made and choices made in fear are often the wrong choices. And so if you were afraid of what they called COVID, you probably had a preceding fear of all germs to some degree or another. And if, even if you think, well, I'm not afraid of germs, but yet you went and got a COVID jab, why? Well, some, some out there said, well, it was because I wanted to travel. Really? And some said I wanted to work. Yeah, really. I understand that. I mean, I get the desire to travel. I want the freedom to travel, but if the, Ability to travel is dependent upon you ex accepting experimental injection without fully informed consent. Wow, we got to rethink this. Seriously rethink this. Because what is to say or stop those that have said the condition of travel is for you to get this jab or another jab and another jab. When you arrive at the destination you travel to that they don't change the rules on you again and go, well, in order to leave to go back home, you got to get another jab. And that is the concern I have, of course, with the so-called 15-minute smart cities digital ID and of course, um, digital money, central bank, digital currency, centralized banking control over everything. They shut down your ability to interact with the economy, even to buy food. If you don't get the next jab, or if you have the wrong belief, if you hold a Christian belief that, uh, doesn't, uh, in, in well, doesn't promote transgendered dance parties for children for instance, or, or, you know, on and on that goes, why is that even controversial to, to, to say, you know what, if you want to do that, you can do that amongst your, your adult population. What, why do you expose kids to this and think that's defending freedom of speech? Why can't we let kids be kids? Am I, I don't think I'm being unreasonable when I ask that question. Now, when we talk about adults, I wonder if the adults are not just kids and that's why they're allowing this to happen because kids often don't know better. That's why they're kids. Part of the journey of to the 18-year-old magical mark, so to speak, of adulthood is to realize that they don't have the foundations 
to make fully informed decisions and understand the consequences of their decisions fully. Now I get it. There are some mature teenagers and there's some immature post teenagers. You know, I, I experienced that, <laughs> but the idea is that as we become older, that we would become wiser, but many people that go into the sciences become more demonic and anti-God atheistic in their approach to, to what we call science, which I believe, and I mentioned this with Judy Mikevitz on yesterday's broadcast, that the endeavoring to do what we call good science is to discover the world around us, the world within us, and maybe make sense of it. It's like, well, why did God create it this way? Can we learn from it? Can we apply the principles of life itself better in a way that doesn't poison and degenerate and inflame and discard and cancel? for instance. But we've seen that uh, scientific peer review is not peer review. It's, it's, it's really, it's like, what do you get? Battered wife syndrome, that concept. It's like battered scientist syndrome. They batter scientists in submission because those scientists who actually are scientists and ask questions that are outside of the box of what you're allowed to ask are actually trying to move what we call the scientific method forward to discover the world again around us, within us, and make sense of it, understand it, and do better. As opposed to the arrogant young children that never grow up, that are now in adult bodies, that say, well, now that we can do something, we should because we can. What is that can do? Not can do spirit, but can do technology is to alter the human or animal genome. And there's an article from the defender on the subject today, human genome editing. It's time to face the big ethics question ethics. And of course, medical ethics has become an oxymoron. Of course, very little of that because the consciousness is not there. When you abandon the spirit in your endeavor to be scientific, right? Cause spirituality is not scientific. Belief in God is not scientific. Well, you know, maybe not under the actual definition, but to recognize that there's something so extraordinary that created this life beyond the mind of man. But the deception with ego is, you know, one of the seven deadly sins, right? Is that we are convinced that we are the gods and we control and can control the narrative and we can control life itself. And this is an obscene desire to alter life under the guise of we're here to help you. I want to make it better. We want to eliminate disease or in the case of the subject that's coming up with uh, uh, Julie Matthews say, we want to eliminate autism. If we can just find that magic gene that, cr that creates autism and, and, and you know, delete it somehow that, well, there's no more autism completely disregarding the reality of many scientists over many hundreds, if not thousands of years have pointed out that creation is, is, is so extraordinary that life itself begets life and that it isn't survival of the fittest as Darwinian evolution theory is, which is very atheistic in its view that removes God and intelligence outside of the, the realm of, of reality. It's all happenstance and luck or bad luck. And again, I grew up under a medical family with many ailments and illnesses. I was the canary in the coal mine of Gen X with all the ailments that you see regularly in young people today. I had that in my generation and the docs thought bad luck on you. Sorry, bad genes. I don't know. And yet none of that history of my diseases or ailments were anywhere in the, the lineage of my ancestry, my dad, my mom, anything like that. And in one generation, suddenly I was rife with chronic disease after chronic disease, after chronic disease, 
because every acute manifestation of a body trying to survive the onslaught of baby formula was met with a drug to suppress the inflammation and the vomiting and the rejection of toxic poison from my body. And man says, well, that's, that's, you know, that's not right. You shouldn't reject that. And they'll keep giving it to you until you stop rejecting it. And they say, look, you've grown out of your reaction. Like they told me I would grow out of my allergies as I was 19 years of age going, I'm an adult. Other than emotional maturity, physically, I'm an adult. What are you telling me? I'm going to grow out of it. And yes, people say they grow out of allergies, but they don't really grow out of it. They grow fatigued of it. Their immune system begins begins a, a slow but steady decline until it can no longer react with vigor to these so-called triggers, allergens, which are not the cause of allergies. And then they say, look, you've grown out of it. And of course, the next stage is inevitably cancer because their immune system has gone into a, a slow but long-term collapse. And they say, oh, congratulations, you've grown out of your allergies, Mr. Bell. Really? No, I didn't buy that. But I didn't know that really what was happening is my liver was toxic. My digestion, I knew my digestion was awful, had been since I was a kid. And that to correct it did not rely or did not need or require a drug any more than it needed gene editing uh, technology or what's this term, human genome editing or HGM, human or heritable genetic modification. That's what it is. HGM, heritable genetic modification. Does that sound good? It's like, oh, it sounds better than gene editing. Heritable genetic modification. Oh, yeah, that's reasonable. No, it isn't. Because when man in his arrogance corrects one thing, he creates 10, 20, 30 or other what we call unintended consequences for those that believe in nefarious plots, maybe intended consequences. And so the ethical question of gene editing is based, I believe, on spiritual immaturity. Those engaged in gene editing technology are actually engaging in something that is an evidence of spiritual immaturity. Yep, I said it. I'm not cussing at you. I'm just using words. You define them as you will, and, and maybe you'll get what I'm saying. That when you abandon the spirit, right, when we talk about body, mind, and spirit, when you abandon the spiritual side of our reality, then ethics slash morality, however you want to discuss those two terms and define them, out of the window. It's not a question of whether we should we. It's like, can we? Then absolutely we'll do it. No question. And so this article, which is long and intense and worth a read, uh, it's there by GM Watch, published by The Defender, and you'll see it in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. It's a question of will we find, and I'm not even going to say the word religion here because that means different things to different people, but will we find God, spirit, creator, the essence? I am not here to tell you how you should do it, what you should call it. This is not my role or goal other than to recognize as I have recognized in my lifetime developing my what we call healing skills or communication skills that my role is not to find the right remedy for you even if I can and I probably could in a lot of cases I do but that's not my real goal and role it's to reconnect you to the source of all healing or to remind you that you are connected to the source of all healing and that is your divinity your connection with God however again you perceive it and we all have different journeys in this lifetime. And I'm not here like in past lives to say, yes, we will cut your head off if you don't convert to my perception of what spirituality is. 
That is also, I believe, spiritual immaturity. Because if God gave us the freedom to choose agency, why would we as man take it away from others? Are we behaving as God or Christ-like in that scenario? I, I don't think so. So for me, there is a, 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 a you know start and stop. You start discussing human genome editing, and I go, mm -mm, nah, -uh, not going there. And maybe you're going to say you have a closed mind, Robert, to not even consider it. But unless you have the wisdom of creation itself and are guided by the Spirit, and maybe that's a possibility to do this kind of technology, if not, it is a genetic disaster waiting to happen or happening already, as we've seen with genetically modified organisms and food, having discussed this with Jeffrey Smith and others for many, many years. Unintended or intended consequences, the consequences are not so nice, and maybe they are there in freedom to wake us up to realize we're going down the wrong path, and we are not being destroyed by the, rec the resurgence of dinosaurs or a drop uh, from the uh, space sky of uh, a meteor to kill us, but we're killing ourselves by participating in this suicidal medical madness attempt to alter gene expression through technology. Epigenetics or uh, gene expression alteration through our environment already happens and it's been happening since the beginning of creation itself. Do so in a lab setting to inject these things for gene um, expression changes. The arrogance of man knows no limits, but it also tends to profit from those limits, which is what modern medicine and the medical monopoly is all about. Even if they don't succeed in claiming to doing what they claim to be doing, <laughs> they profit on the back end. It's like those that invest in war. They invest on both sides of the war and they win no matter who loses. Is it a spiritually correct approach? Well, it is a, an approach that we are given and granted because of the freedom we've been given to live and make really sucky choices. And we are witnessing some of the worst among us that have risen to the top of governments of the planet. <laughs> and we, we shake our heads and go, really? That's the best we got? But even looking to someone to go there to correct it for us is perhaps a little bit of a misdirection as well. Until we begin to live our lives in, in a Christ-like manner, in a godly manner. Waiting for someone else to do it for us at a higher level is waiting for a good dough. Maybe that play was a little bit about that. God was in that statement. Don't wait. Manifest it. Make it real in your life every moment, every waking moment. And then maybe you will inspire, I think you will, others to do the same. Not because you beat them up or threaten to cut their heads off, but because they see your life and they want to emulate what you're doing. And I hope and pray that we can do that here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. So welcome once again. It's uh, time to crank up the show. Did, did the show start already? Am I just talking to myself, Super Don? <laughs> I, I just, I don't know where. Oh, I, I was just waiting for you to stop so we could start the show. Thank you. Yes. All right. So we, maybe we should start the show and bring on our guest. <laughs> there she is, Julie Matthews. Nurse. Hello. Hi, Julie. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you on board and your smile lights up the room and the show. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to see you. I mean, last thing I was over 10 years ago that the first time I was on. So That's amazing. Does yeah. that make me feel old? I don't know. You look great though. Well, I remember all those shows that you were talking about early on in the show that our parents watched and we watched on reruns when we had the four channels that yes. turned the dial on. I know. So. Right? Picking the rabbit ears around sometimes, moving yeah. around to get the, the signal in. It's, it's you know, we've lived a, a different life than many of the our, our youngins have mm -hmm. lived, although 
Um, you know, maybe we, we, if we are willing and able to share our stories with them, they could learn from what we have learned uh, and, or what we have forgotten too. Because some of, you know, what we are witnessing is, is part of it is what I see in our generation, Julie, is like, we just wanted to be left alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we were, our parents went out and worked. We were the latchkey children, right? The Gen Xers that went, you know, rub some dirt on it as Super Don likes to say. <laughs> We didn't get offended by much. It's like, okay. no, offended wasn't even a concept back then. No, no, I have to say there was a nice simplicity to it. I actually uh, am really glad that I had that experience because I think without it, I'd lose a lot of perspective if I yeah. were just in today's world. So, yeah. And, and well, the perspective, the things that we witnessed, of course, is, is we're going to talk about autism and we have links, of course, to uh, nourishinghope.com and Personalized Nutrition for Autism and ADHD with Julie Matthews. And we've got that linked as well, bioindividualnutrition.com. But the witnessing of something that I did not witness and Superdon didn't witness growing up when we suddenly heard the word autism sometime in this lifetime. Right. And, and it was at a, you know, a rate of one in a, a larger number. Like one in 10,000 when we were kids. Yeah. And um, then, you know, part of the excuse was, and of course, this happened largely after the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program went into effect, because then suddenly the the manufacturers of these products had no liability, no injury to them, even if they injured or killed you or your kids, uh, expanded, exploded a schedule of toxic poison injections. Now, I've never said it was the only cause of it, but it was one of the most major significant assaults of many. Uh, that have degraded generationally the ability of us of, uh, as a human species to fully in- enter this body. The spirit enters this body and it has a body to communicate through with brain, nervous system and everything. And all of these things were being injured and damaged to the point of limiting that communication. More recently, we've been learning about the movie Spellers and we've had some people on that have worked their children through this program. And I know that you you know this very well and we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I look at the, uh, you know, one of the excuses they made is that it's, it's a genetic epidemic, which is absurd. There's no such thing. Mm-hmm. Or we're better at diagnosing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, wait a second. If you've ever seen a a child on the severe or mild to moderate to severe, but moderate to severe autism spectrum, there is no way we would not, we would have forgotten that in our childhood. Right. Never met one child that I see today that's autistic, even though I know it existed rarely. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's so much misinformation from the side that is the really the, the causative side of this that wants to deny any cause. Right. Well, we have science on our side. So we can look at, I mean, even UC Davis said that it is not due to better diagnostics alone. And like you said, you can't have a genetic epidemic because gen- genes don't work that way. Now, there could be a variety of genetic expression changes we've had because of all of the toxins in our environment yeah. and all the deficiencies and things. But, you know, yeah. when you put all of those things together, the genetics and the environment, you have increases in these things. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And but the good news though is when we understand it better from a scientific perspective, there are things that we can do. Yes. And of course the science we're talking about has integrity. It's not trying to cover or run cover for industries or the collusion of industries and government and media to deny any cause and effect relationship. I mean, that's part of how we keep humans in a state of victim consciousness mm-hmm. by denying a link between cause and effect. And they all, you know, they continue to say at CDC level, we don't know what causes autism, but we know it's not and fill in the blank. It's right. not vaccines, for instance. It's like, and that's an absurd statement as well. As Judy Mikevitz pointed out the other day, it's like, you can't make a definitive statement that you don't know what causes it, but you know, it's not this. Right. 
Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, I also think a good point here is that people will say, oh, well, you know, it's just genetic diversity. And so you're not supportive of genetic diversity. That's absolutely not true. And as you were saying with the movie Spellers, I actually have um, one, Sid, his mom uh, is in my bioindividual nutrition program. She's an amazing, amazing PhD and is looking at all the science behind this. And we, we need all of the amazing tools that we can to connect with them and the way that they communicate. And I'm my goal is to just help them reach that potential. If your belly hurts, if you have chronic diarrhea, if your head hurts, if you have a headache and inflammation, you can't think, you can't learn to communicate very well. So by putting together helping to support the underlying body, which also connects, makes connections to the brain, you're going to be able to allow your particular neurodiversity and your gifts to shine through. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I have a theory and it's not mine exclusively. Many people have posited this, that we had a lot of young people coming in, souls entering these bodies in the, in the late eighties and early nineties uh, that were here to make major transformation happen of consciousness. I mean, very special souls that were here to help out in a tremendous way and that there were dark forces in play that, you know, again, this goes beyond the reading of the Washington Post and New York Times. This goes into some major deep spiritual discussion that wanted to curtail the possibility for a shift in consciousness that would bring us, I believe, more nourishment and love and, and, and spirituality back into the equation. How do we curtail these children, these souls coming into the body? Well, we could damage their physical com communication capacity mm -hmm. and and the you know the explosion of the vaccine schedule uh, ensured that that would happen but it doesn't mean that these souls are not special and transformative some of them that survive of course as we're learning now with some like the spellers and other things and others like dr batar had said you know the allele for intelligence was you know extraordinary in these children that were damaged uh but they are now finding a way to communicate, you know, for whatever that means, could it mean a leap in consciousness? Could it mean that we can come back to some semblance of love and, 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 and service rather than domination and destruction? Yes. I, my, you know, my goal is to just try to understand as much as going on, on an individual level, person by person and help them apply the right diet and nutrients to their particular needs. Yeah. And that, and of course, in that way, we can, whatever the potential is for recovery. And I, I'm not here to limit that, but I know that a lot of folks have said it's impossible to do, there's no treatment, but we know where that's coming from. And as we see the innovations occurring, despite the stifling of scientific inquiry, despite all of that, that I am you know, always encouraged to, to reach out or to be here as a, a conduit to, to, to tell the world, hey, we have more options. We have another option here, including, again, the bio-individualization of mm -hmm. nutrition treatment, even as we say there are uh, unique things in each child, but there's commonality for all humanity, too, that we can apply. Absolutely. There are a number of underlying factors like the, the gut, the microbiome, the immune system, detoxification. Those are some uh, mitochondrial function. Those are some of the big areas that affect this condition and other chronic conditions and childhood neurological conditions. Each individual might have a different mix of those. And so therefore different foods might be healing or problematic for different people and nutrients more beneficial for some than others. Um, so we want to hone that in since we're all unique 
the best approach for us is going to be individual to us, but absolutely we can learn from each other. And there are certain foundational things like not eating too much junk, not eating too much sugar, eating naturally, eating organically. Those, you know, we're all human and, and those basic healthy principles can apply to almost anybody. Yes. And it becomes more critical the more, uh, let's say, sensitive to hypersensitive to chronically ill and debilitated you are. The, what do I say, a wrongful interpretation, as I mentioned earlier, as was, was just kind of going off into a lot of subjects today, the allergy situation like I had. Mm -hmm. And I was told by doctors that maybe one day you'll grow out of it because they didn't know what to do other than keep giving me shots, give mm -hmm. me drugs on. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm en enough. I'm getting poisoned to death here. And yet the idea of growing out of something yet not changing anything and miraculously it just changed, it just gone. Mm. It is indicative of a decline in functional health and response because mm. symptoms aren't bad. Symptoms aren't even the disease that the body's attempts to not only communicate from a cellular level on out, but also to make correction. And we have been trained in the West to believe that we must suppress symptoms. Mm. And that is the, su the success. If we were able to suppress your symptoms, even if we created 10 other problems right. or more. And, and so we have a fundamental uh, I say failure to communicate going back to a movie line, but we have a fundamental, uh, let's say starting point mm -hmm. that assumes that the communication is wrong and it has to be shut down as opposed to learning from it. And I think those like yourself are learning from that communication. So we are responding more appropriately every day as we pay attention to these signals as opposed to squashing them. Absolutely. There's over 50 different symptoms and signs and things that I like to look at to figure out what might be affecting somebody, what foods might be beneficial, what foods might be problematic. And then using that, I mean, the great thing about food and nutrients is that they get to that cellular level to help support the health as much as possible. The more we become healthy, the more that body brain connection can help our brain be able to do what it needs to do as well. Yeah, exactly. So what kind of uh, programs can people tap into through Nourishing Hope and this personalized bio-individual nutrition institute? We have it linked in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. Yes. So I've, as you heard, I'm a, a clinician and a published researcher, and I've created a methodology for personalized nutrition that I call bio-individual nutrition. And on the parent side, I have a 12-step uh, process for parents to help them figure out how to personalize a diet approach that's going to be best for their child. And we do live calls and questions and things like that. So they get support along the way. And so parents can uh, learn this at Nourishing Hope. And for practitioners, if they want to be trained in bioindividual nutrition, that's where my bioindividual nutrition institute comes in, where they can learn how to use these with their clients and patients. And we have pediatricians and nutritionists and all sorts of things that, um, all sorts of different types of practitioners that use this for kids, for kids with ADHD, autism, but also chronic disease as well. Because mm -hmm. a lot of kids that I work with, uh, the reason I kind of really discovered a lot of this is as I worked with the child with, let's say, autism, his brother with ADHD got better. His mom with digestive issues got better. His dad with autoimmune issues got better. And it's because we're addressing the root of the challenge. And as you make the person healthier, it helps with those symptoms rather than, as you said, trying to suppress them. Mm -hmm. So those are um, a couple at supportive uh, programs and things. And also I have a live free 
event coming up um, April 14th through the 16th. It's all free. We have over 15 speakers. Um, as I said, um, several of them are bio-individual nutrition practitioners. We've got some PhDs, some pediatricians that have been in the program, as well as some other experts that I've known through the years that are going to talk about not only autism. This is in honor of Autism Awareness Month, and it's really my passion. But the, as we talked about, those underlying conditions and factors are the same. So we talk about anxiety and ADHD. We even have a talk on Down syndrome because even though that's more of a genetic condition, there are still biochemical things that you can do to help. And so I'm very passionate about all of that. So people can join that for free. And, and that's actually, you know, um, bioindividualnutrition.com slash forum. And they can come to that forum. And like I said, it's free. And there's a guide on all of the science. So if they want to understand, my passion is the science. So I love to share what we know and why it works and how you can help. And so you can get that guide for free when you register. We have that linked in the show notes today. Those of you watching for the first time, it's uh, April the 4th, 2023, the first airing. And you know, anytime between now and then, it's the April 14th or 16th event, Bioindividual Nutrition Forum 2. And it's linked up in the show notes. You just click on that link and sign up. We'd love for you to do that. And uh, you know, plug in and, and do better. So much of what we focus on is how do people get smarter about these things. And partly is learning from those who have gotten smarter because they were not as smart as they are today. Like me, I wasn't always as smart. And even so, there's more I have to learn. So all of these things are part of the journey. And I appreciate you offering this to folks and anything I can do to help. Obviously, we'll put this out there for people to tap into. I'll be at a number of events coming up. We have uh uh, the Be Healthy Utah event coming up the 21st and 22nd, uh, Mountain America Convention Center, BeHealthyUtah.com. After that, Nashville with uh, Drs. Terry and Stu Warner. They've been doing the World of uh, world Wellness Parenting Revolution for many years through the chiropractic model and nutrition and such. I'll be there. I'll be emceeing that event, be speaking, broadcasting, and there's a lot of nurses coming, doctors coming. Again, these opportunities to get together in addition to these online events. And uh, again, Julie, I know you can't be everywhere all at once. Uh, but it's it's nice when we I just got off of uh, got come from uh, the uh, Clearwater event with Nutritional Frontiers, wonderful event of really great practitioners helping one another, teaching one another, learning from one another, and continuing to to improve our ability to respond to these outrageous things that are occurring due to the arrogance, as I said, of medical man largely. And this is not throwing all doctors under the bus, but let's be honest about their training. They were trained away from the spirit. Very often in an atheistic viewpoint, body, maybe mind, but not spirit. And we need to bring the spirit back into that. And that includes paying attention to those symptoms that homeopaths have been paying attention to for over 200 and almost 50 years now. It's going back pretty far, but 230 years or so. So we've got a lot more to do, a lot more to learn. And again, I'm excited every day that I do get to learn more. Absolutely. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say anything bad about doctors because they, you know, save people's lives and do amazing things. We have amazing allies on our side that are really understanding this. With that said, um, I looked at a study recently and and if you talk to most doctors, they've only had a few hours of nutrition training in their career. And again, it's not to bash anybody. It's just what they've been taught. And so I love when practitioners want to learn more and want to bring these elements in, because I think this is the way that we're going to just continue to help support and improve things. And I think there is a lot of hope for improving things. I see it changing I mean, after 20 some years of doing this, I see it's radically different now than it was back then. So I think that things are going in the right direction. 
Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, that things are indeed changing. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, Super Don sending me a message. A question from Christine uh, for Julie in the chat. Okay. In what ways has she helped parents struggling with extremely picky, particularly kids on a diet? Some with sensory challenges of texture preferences, et cetera. That's a great question, Julie. That is a great question. So definitely come to the forum because I have a talk by um, a woman who actually trained with uh, Kay Toomey, who is one of the leading experts in picky eaters. Her name is Lindsay, and she that gives an amazing presentation on picky eating. But just to, from my own perspective, uh, this is a big issue. About 80% of all kids with developmental delays have picky eating, and so almost all of my clients have picky eating issues. And so I absolutely have worked with helping them. I mean, there's a variety of aspects. So there are some developmental challenges, and ways of working with that. And that's where Lindsay's talk can really help. From my perspective, I look at it from two things, a biochemical perspective. And then as this person says, a, a texture perspective. So I like to look at it from, okay, well, if your body is creating opioid compounds from things like wheat and dairy, which we do know scientifically can happen in some kids with um, autism, uh, then you're going to be very addicted to these foods. And if those foods are in your diet, you're going to want to eat really nothing but those foods. So sometimes expanding the diet can really, really be helpful with a special diet. Uh, also, nutrient deficiencies can cause picky eating because it affects sense of taste and smell. So these are just a couple of the areas, artificial additives and food additives that are in processed foods that are intentionally made to have these foods taste good and get your brain to eat more of them, get kids eating very specific brands and very processed foods. So those are some of the biochemical areas that I like to address. Uh, and then just looking at texture, because that's a big one. So I like to look at ways to make things vegetables crispy and crunchy. So uh, the other day I made some beet chips and some carrot chips from vegetables from my garden, or um, you can even buy many of these at the store, uh, kale chips, fries made out of rutabagas or carrots or whatever that is. So lots of ways to make vegetables kid-friendly is mm -hmm. a really good way to start. Yeah. Hey, Super Don, can you eat like eggplant or does that texture get you like it gets me? I'm like, dude, I, that's eggplant's rough. Uh, I guess you can fry it up like you can and make it. I, I can't tell you because no, you I've avoided it my entire life. There's ah. just something about it. I'm just like, I am not going to eat break How eggplant. How do you even know to no. avoid it if you never tried it to avoid it? Because I chose not to. It's a free country. <laughs> you think well, so? This is a good point. So, um, so my favorite way is the way my parents were Italian. So my parents' parents are away bread it with gluten-free breadcrumbs, and then uh, just pan fry it. It's absolutely delicious. You can also, if you don't want to do that, you can actually make fries, uh, like uh, chips out of it too. You can cut it very thinly and put it in like an air fryer or something yeah. and not add the breading element to it. Um, but it just, you're right, takes on the element of whatever flavor you give it. So if it's a texture issue, you can make it really small and kind of undetectable and put it in a sauce, or you can- make it taste delicious. I personally prefer to tie it to a stick and fling it out the window. That's, 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 <laughs> that's my method. Well, I, I make sure. I don't know. Look, I'll be honest with you. I, I should try it, but I just haven't. Yeah. Cause you know, some of these uh, eggplants are pretty big, so you can hurt somebody. So be careful where you're flinging it. Although <laughs> nothing like a jackfruit. Good Lord. True. Jackfruit yeah, true. Uh, and which by the way, super Don, as I was heading out of town and shout out to Christine uh, uh, from nutritional frontiers, she took me to the airport yesterday after the event. Uh, again, it's crazy. I was, my toes were in the water. I was getting a suntan and I was just warm and everything. And then I get home 
and it's a blinding snowstorm. It's a, just kind of crazy confusing. I don't know if humans were meant to travel like that, but I, I'm still a little off on it. But I'm glad to be home safely. But uh, in fact, at the store, I went to Nature's Food Patch on the way out, and I saw one of the giant jackfruits that scares Superdon, and it's like a prickly thing, but it's huge just like a durian, but not as spiky, not as long as spiky, but both of them could kill you if they fall on you. And the jackfruit, like one of the places I ate had a jackfruit, uh, I don't know, it was kind of like pretended to be pulled pork and they did a good job with the sauce. They were all organic. So that was nice. And then I was able to get some real barbacoa at a, a place called Green Market Cafe. So I was able to eat all, all organic for the weekend, which was nice. Uh, otherwise, I was just going to fast through it all because I've been there, done that. Um, anyway. Did you but, say they, they had jackfruit? Uh-huh. That was like pulled pork. Yes. Yeah. They, 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 it has the texture. They make it like that. And you don't know, uh, you know, but you don't know. It's not like the, 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 the genetically engineered meat. Cause it's an actual fruit. It's an actual food. It's not a genetically modified thing. It's organic. And they just prepare it in a way where you're like, oh man, that's pretty impressive. It's like eating some meat. Hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, the easiest way to take care of that situation though is to use meat. <laughs> I mean, you know what meat it, it hey that's I had, like meat had, hey had that's amazing that moment all right well hey Ju- <laughs> julie it's so good to see you. i can't believe it's been like a decade again that kind of think about how long i've been broadcasting this is my 24th year of broadcasting wow. and you know thousand 1700 plus guests and you're one of them and i only count you once even if you've been on multiple times so uh, it's a lot of interviews and a lot of folks and your smiling face i never forget and I'm glad to have you back on board today. And, and I hope everybody takes advantage of the upcoming event. That's free. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It was great to see you again. Yeah. All right. Julie Matthews, Nourishing Hope and BioIndividualNutrition.com. Again, please link up and try it out. Check it out. Even if you don't have kids on the spectrum, these are things that can help any and all of us, including children that you know have the so-called ADHD or ADD levels and things, uh, uh, labels and such, anything like that, allergies, et cetera. All is, all is going to be beneficial. So, Thank you, Julie, for being on board today. I appreciate you. Uh, great to see some folks in the chat room as well at robertscottbell.com slash listen. Uh, my buddy, Chris Steiner. Chris came out on his uh, bike and bus. I don't know how you did that. How did you pedal the bus with your bike? That was I didn't see how you did that, but I, you were there on the bike, and uh, he met us and Christine uh, from Nutritional Frontiers. That We had a nice thing at Green Market Cafe and, and Superdon. Do you see the picture that he posted? It looks like my uh, my head is in the face of a cat, but I think it's uh, it's supposed to be. I like, have not seen that picture. No, it's, it's in where's the, that at? It's in the um the chat room at our webpage, robertscottbell.com. Oh, and man. Chris dropped that in. We took a couple of pictures, and uh, it was just so nice to hang out. It was a very quick trip because the guy that, that was running the parking there, they charged like thirty bucks to park because it's near the beach, and uh, if you go there, the place has parking spots that they've allotted for them. And we went in. We're like, we're going to eat at the Green Market Cafe. We're not going to the beach. And the guy was like, thirty minutes, thirty minutes or less. I'm like, that, that was not the Green Market Cafe. That was the parking guy. And so we're like, whatever. We are going to eat. And it was very crowded. We didn't get our meal right away. And so thirty minutes later, the guy comes into the trudge into the store. We're going to tow your car. I'm like, what are you talking about? And the guy that runs the shop is like, no, you're not. They're allowed to stay here and eat. It was like one of those weird scenarios, having a wonderful time and same acknowledging people have their trauma and their drama as well. But there, Chris and I had a great time connecting and Chris is amazing. Uh, always in the show notes of po- posting them, helping people to find them. And I appreciate you. You remember more than I do about my own show and I appreciate that. So pretty cool, huh? 
Uh, yeah, you, you were standing right in the perfect spot right there. I had no idea. It looks like I have a, you know, cat ears, doesn't it? <laughs> but I think that's a tulip or something. It's actual plant rather a uh, flower. But anyway, it was fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice journey. Lots of nice people all the way through to the end and, and cared for it. In fact, I, I was able to get to the airport early and, and stand by on flights. They got me home at a semi reasonable hour. I think if I had flown in originally when I was supposed to get in, like, well, after midnight, I would have been stuck at the airport because there was no way anybody was hitting on, the, on those roads. Even with four-wheel drives, it was getting so scary. You couldn't see a thing. So by the, by the I, I, what is it, uh, by the seat of your pants, the white knuckle getting us home. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, made it. So thank goodness. Really blessed and grateful. What a great time. And in hour two, we've got uh, Jamie Dorley and Joe Messino. We're going to recap some of the things that happened this weekend and look forward to some more events coming up uh, with Nutritional Frontiers. Uh, so. We got that going on today as well. We do have questions of the day in addition to what was just submitted to Julie that we're able to answer or she was able to answer. Um, if you want to roll through a couple of those questions of the day while we're thinking about it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Here's the question of the day from Peter. It was mentioned in the recent iconic interview. Uh, that's on David Ike's uh, son's um, Gareth Ike, uh, his group. Uh, that folks could download a chapter of your book for free on gut healing from your website. Of course, that's the Silver Aloe Gut Recovery Protocol in Unlock the Power to Heal, of course. And uh, very simple, but I guess we don't make things easy. We want to make you earn it. Uh, and it's like, I can't find it. Where is it? Uh, can you send me a link? You know, it's like I'm looking at this now. Yeah. And I, I don't know how it ended up all the way at the bottom of the page but that's currently where it's at right now if download you, it here looking for this the free chapter on silver metal protocol like mark download it here three miles down at the end in the corner there so i will uh i'll bump that up okay uh, higher i don't know why but yeah. somehow it ended up all the way down there so that's you just you gave up peter yeah you don't just be a quitter man come Keep on going. go Keep all the way going. down to the bottom all the way down to the bottom well peter's probably a brit he doesn't know I'm teasing. We love you from Great Britain. We love you. UK. We just lost our three listeners in the UK. In the UK. Now. Well, on UK Health Radio, they, they make fun of us when we're not there. Uh, but we're, we're usually there. Anyway, thanks for the question, Peter. But yeah, find it right now at the bottom of the page. If not, I don't know, maybe Super Don, you could send the link if, if it came through our website. But here's the book, Unlock the Power to Heal. People are still reading it today. A bunch of people got uh, uh, copies of it at the over the weekend. They were reading it and going, dude, there's stuff in here I didn't know. I'm like... Yeah, we put a lot of good stuff into it even now. I mean, there's probably a few things that are dated in there that I would update, but for the most part, it is a valuable piece of book real estate. You know, 100 and some odd pages long. It's not very long, 120 pages or so. Nope. So check it out. Check it out. What's the second question? Question day? number two. Okay. This is from Hannah. Hello, RSB. It's Hannah again. The one that said my four-year-old is an old man in a little boy's body. Ha ha. Maybe not the best description. He's wise for being so little. Anyways, I have looked up Chava uh, uh, from Chava Wellness. Remember, we had her on around the time of the Next Steps conference. She's awesome. Uh, thank you for suggest- suggesting her to me. Do you think Folium PX, the Folium product, is okay for my son to take regarding toxic buildup? If so, how much should I give to him and for how long? Uh, you know, in fact, uh, I, I feel, yes, is it safe? Yes, because these are all botanicals. Uh, I would have no problem doing it, but probably at four years of age, you don't need as much as an adult would use. So 
tomorrow, I think Wednesday, we have a physician coming on that works with the folium. If I'm not mistaken, on the on the schedule tomorrow, Super D, and and is it my imagination? I'm just trying to think clearly about this. But no, we, we do have we do. I I did notice this this morning when I was looking. It's a Doctor Jurgen Winkler. I think that's right. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Winkler. So we may be able to ask questions like that for him, but my experience with this is I wouldn't have a problem giving, you know, one uh, capsule a day to a four-year-old, but um, that's me. I can also ask Babri, but we're hearing about children that are indeed benefiting. Of course, my mom at 89 has benefited, so I have I have no concern personally. We'll bring it up tomorrow on the show, Hannah. Go ahead back full screen. There's some other parts of this question I want to see, but yeah, you, you guys check out Folium PX. I don't know why the coupon code wasn't working. Please reach out uh, the, to the Folium products, um, and, I, and I'm going to show you as, in a moment. I'll show you what they look like. Uh, but she says she's in France. Hannah is in France and not sure you can call him. Uh, okay, one more question. A friend has a five-year-old daughter that has allergies. I know that she is also vaccinated with the typical child vaccines. Thankfully, he is seeking a natural option in helping her. My husband has suggested him to do the aloe silver protocol, the sovereign silver aloe protocol. For her, but he's unaware or unsure of the dosage for a five-year-old. Could you please help us? I also suggested uh, some other bio-raised liquid supplement. Okay, so a five-year-old. Again, it's about quantity because they're little compared to an adult. So if we were to do an ounce of the silver hydrosol with an ounce of aloe vera juice for a typical adult, fractionate that down to a five-year-old's body size, you might do, you know, a quarter to a third of that. So um, that would be a couple of teaspoons with a couple of teaspoons of aloe. And the reason the aloe is there, if you're new to this protocol, which is the one that uh, we had a question from England about, how do you uh, get that chapter for free at robertscottbell.com on the gut recovery protocol is basically the aloe helps to carry the silver, which is a, a regenerative agent, as well as an agent that can tamp down dysbiosis and not create dysbiosis and not negatively impact biodiversity. Now, there's a lot of things that my friends at Nutritional Frontiers also know about gut recovery. A lot of protocols that they were uh, teaching about and many doctors have taught you know, at the NF uh, education events over the years as well, that can impact children's health as well as adults. But at a five years of age scenario, I'd probably go down to about two, two teaspoons of each instead of two tablespoons of each and then roll from there and monitor it from there. Uh, no harm because these things are normally occurring parts of our diet, botanicals and or minerals. And I would not do something to harm you or your children because these are the things I do to, for, for myself and my children to avoid having to, to utilize or resort to the toxic uh, phyto, not phyto, that would be plant-based uh, or light-based, uh, but the petrochemicals, I mean, the synthesizing uh, through organic chemistry of basically not very organic in terms of quality, uh, toxic components it, that are not needed in the human or animal diet for that matter. So a lot of that we'll, we'll uh, recover and, uh, and review uh, with Joe Messino and Jamie Dorley from Nutritional Frontiers in hour two. Uh, but Hannah, I appreciate you reaching out to me. Uh, I will forward that message on to Babri from our friends at you know Folium Products, Folium PX. And again, we have a physician on that's going to talk about some of the successes in addition to the recovery from the HPV shot that uh, young Chloe, now also young Chloe, but young adult Chloe has experienced utilizing that and other natural substances. So very inspired today, even though I'm confused as to where I'm at, when we check in with uh, Joe and Jamie, maybe they know better where they're at because again, in the morning. Oh, stop it. 
I'm telling you. Oh, I'm, stop I, it. You, you, Dude, nobody would even know. You haven't made any mistakes. You haven't started speaking in Chinese or something. Dude, I mean, it's like you're... You see me this morning. My wife was like laughing. It's like, oh, man, I can't <laughs> let you out the house. Now, I was shoveling. We almost had a foot of snow overnight. Wow. I was like, and it was, it was a, the heavy layer underneath that was kind of icy and the top layer was fluffy. So it was an in-between kind of snow. Mm-hmm. My son and I, it took about a, a half hour, I think approximately to, to shovel it all off and, and stuff. But it was a kind of wild ride coming back from the airport. No heat in the car, uh, that, the, you know, my friend, my new friend picked me up. It was a great, great thing that he did, but boy, it was a white knuckle ride home in a blinding snowstorm considering that my feet were in the ocean in the morning. That's what I'm saying was weird. That's why I feel today is so weird. Not that, uh, yeah, uh, thankfully I haven't screwed up. I'm sure you 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 got yeah. a little bit of jet lag going on for sure. Maybe Traveling that, that far, that many time zones. Yeah, maybe that. But it was like, yeah, it was a long way. But What I got would be home. good for jet lag? That's that's a good good question there since we got a Homeopathic minute left. Homeopathic Arsenicum yeah. album. Homeopathic Arsenicum. Yeah, okay. that's one of the best jet lag remedies there is. Uh, and of course, exposure to sunlight and then in the new destination as well. Uh, and I think the sun might be coming out. Things are melting out there now, which is good. Um, so what else did I miss while I was on this week long trip? I mean, you carried forward, you know, we did a bunch of live shows, obviously with Jonathan E. Mord, uh, on the road last week, had a mm. couple of pre-records, but I thought the pre-record from the beach in the pool actually came out good. You could hear the bird noises and everything. Oh yeah. Seagulls and kids running around and yeah. Yeah, how how cool. much fun was that? Well, we had Marlene Siegel indoors because I recorded that the previous day, but then everybody else we had on was out at the pool on Sunday morning uh, after uh, we had the uh, Christine event doing the, the soul intelligence meditation in the morning, which was really uplifting and just, just such, such nice people. Super D. I wish you could get out and meet nice people. Yeah. Wow. I only have time for, for mean people. So. <laughs> I know they, uh, what is with that. So it's, it's a dirty, it's a dirty job. Somebody's got to do it. So. Yeah. I understand uh, our friend, Leslie Manukian is connected with you. You're going to be helping her out with some things. She's a great health freedom warrior. Yeah. Yeah. We, we connected, uh, I don't know, about a week ago or something like that. I'm going to be helping her with her, her podcast that she, she does interviews with various people and stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, real quick reminder, our friends, at Trinity School of Natural Health, great supporters of this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. TrinitySchool.org, each and every month, there are uh, programs that are starting up, and you guys can get lectures on demand. I mean, this is all we're all about education here. We can't get enough. And I love the fact that they're, obviously they're committed to it and health freedom, as is our, our, our friends at Nutritional Frontiers and the education uh, forum they presented over the weekend, a, a soul retreat. They've already established the, the, the dates for next year, May in, in next year. Uh, so if you missed it, you definitely want to plan. I know it's a while away, but we're planning to be there as well as we're going to try and find a way to make available the event that we just had in case you didn't watch it online uh, after the fact. So we'll find out if there's a link yet, but if not, we'll make sure that that gets done as well because there's a lot of great education you don't want to miss. And it's not just uh, Judy Mikovits and Tracy Straub who are awesome, but everybody that presented was fantastic so with that super d if you don't mind Mm -hmm. we'll take a top of the hour uh education break and be back with uh, the the dynamic duo of jamie dorley and the the sort of birthday boy we're going to pretend it's still his birthday because we love celebrating we had a great time on the pirate ship arg and with that the power to heal is yours
Scott Belcher. Who says raw masculinity can't be healing? Seriously. I mean, it's like, well, what's up with that? There was, there was a, in fact, I got two super masculine guys on in addition to super D and me, but I'd like to think that we are, but I feel like scrawny pipsqueak next, especially, uh, Jamie Dorley, dude, he's all muscle, all muscle. I'm like, how is this guy got so sensitive? So heart centered and loving. It's like, look at this guy, show, show the, bring him up. Look at that. Well, I look at Joe. Of course, he's cute as a button. But Jamie, love you, my brother. Show him the guns. There he is, Robert Scott Powell. The Show man. him the guns, James. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, oh, you know. Gosh. No, look. You want directions uh, to the smoothie bar? <laughs> right. Be that way. There Dude, it is. I saw some pictures of you in the swimsuit there, Jamie. Very intimidating, and uh, yet, you know, hanging out with you as I have been able to do, a, you know, a number of events now when we're either at, uh, you know, other people's events or or the NF events and. Just like you said, I, as a, the softer side of Jamie Dorley, right? So sensitive, so loving, so nourishing. And, of course, bringing on Christine, our new friend. She's just a gem, but she's done with soul intelligence. I'm still buzzing from the entire weekend. I only got to be there for like two-thirds of it, maybe. I know. We had to fly you in, Joe, and then a helicopter right to the beach so he could make it in for the end of the event. And uh, I think the, uh, the shining moment of the weekend is – just the, the community of people, the overwhelming love, and, you know, to be able to do the mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. And it was just enough of each, right? It, it just wasn't too much of any of it, and it flowed so well. But the incredible quality people, Robert, that's what it's all about. It's well, like what you're following and, you know, your team and our team. And mm -hmm. when you can bring uh, different groups together like that, um, all in alignment, you know, faith-based and mm -hmm. you know, family business. We're all mission-driven. And, you know, to pull that together and uh, the quality of people, that's going to be the, the lasting memory for me is the people that were there. Well, and, and I, I'm joking, of course, about the raw masculinity thing. But at the same time, you know, we're guys. And, you know, it's part of what we express. At the same time, there was such a balance in, in the way you go about it. As you find out, as you're drawn into the healing arts, you realize there are all kinds of things that we want to express in our lives uh, that are you know, nourishing, nutritional, uplifting, inspiring, and all of that was occurring at this event. And a lot of fun. My gosh, we got to celebrate Joe's birthday and Judy Mikovits. We are on a pirate ship, for goodness sake. Look at these pictures that we showed yesterday. Look at the, uh, all the people. Oh, my in this gosh. Show. It was just so much fun. And, you know, I, I don't know. Um, people were commenting like I'd never danced before. And I don't call what I do dancing, but whatever. I was letting I loose. I saw you out there. Oh, yeah. You, have, you had a little rhythm. Uh, a little. A I finally know what the male version of Elaine looks like <laughs> dancing. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's me. Exactly. Well done. They just ignored me. So don't worry, Robert. Because I was kind of moving next to you. I think between the ship rocking and Tracy yeah. rocking, mm -hmm. I was trying to keep it moving. Right. Just keep on moving. Well, and Judy is just having such a great time saying we were all saying in and out. It was just it was fun, silly trivia and stuff. And just. Like you said, you created a beautiful space for people to come in and as I, as you intended to do so, and I'm sure we got to give Christine a lot of props. You know, she's not here to talk, although she was on the show was a, a week or two ago. She's terrific. And she did a great uh, kind of soul intelligence meditation on Sunday morning, right there out on the grass near the pool and the beach and uh, very uplifting and inspiring. And, you know, everything that I would hope a healing event would be yet. You didn't, you didn't, 
cut corners on the education part of it either. What was delivered was so phenomenal. I want everybody to have access to it. And I know we talked about it briefly sitting by the pool the other day. Yeah, that's where the best decisions and creativity comes is when you're sitting there outside and you got the right people and you can actually focus for a minute and detach. And that was the other part was that, you know, I, other than taking the pictures, I wasn't really on my phone much for three or four days because everyone that I would normally talk to on the phone or text they were there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so there wasn't like anyone looking for That's me. Right. Yeah. And to be able to, you know, really decompress and get away. And there was some interesting uh, education, even based on laughter, right. Or having fun and enjoyment. And that was really the goal. And I have to really thank Christine because, um, she puts the mind, body, and soul into the team, into me, and into the event. And I yeah. have to really give her the credit, right, Joe? I don't know how she put together that whole boat ride. That was that was amazing. amazing. Uh, yeah, she really, described really like tire ship to ourselves. Usually, they, they they bring kids on that and do goofy, silly things. They did goofy, silly things with adults, and we had a blast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are kids, right? Yeah, yeah we really are. I was telling Jamie. I said, you know, we're on the we're on you know we're in Tampa Bay on a boat. And I don't think I ever saw the water because <laughs> we had so much fun in that boat. I mean, I never even looked out. So, Joe, how does it rank in, in, in the birthdays you've had? I mean, that, that was a, just such a, a celebration. How does it rank? They're, they're, I don't know how we're going to top it next year. It's the best so far. Uh, you know, it's, it's really, though, I have to be serious on that. It, uh, you know, I told Jamie uh, sun, Sunday night at dinner, I told our whole team, I said, you know, being away from my family on my birthday, I said, this was the best birthday I've had. I said that I might do that again every year. <laughs> yeah. And, and look, part of me doing this is not, I'm really not trying to rub it in for anybody who wasn't there, but I did tell y'all how great it was going to be. And some, yeah, some of you did go and you are, you gratefully, uh, you know, appreciated as we all did, but I'm, um, planting the seeds for you guys. Every time there's an opportunity like this to take it seriously so that you can be silly with us. And yes, learn as well. And also, um, as we talked briefly at the end um, there, and I don't know, I think Phil's going to make this available somehow, but to make it available for a you know, nominal fee for those that didn't get to go that want to learn the things that were taught there, uh, that's something I definitely want to follow up on and make available for the audience here. Yeah, we're gonna we're working on it now. We're you know got all the presentations out to the people that were there. Mm -hmm. You know, we're working on some of the uh, fine tuning of the video content and the pictures, and we also have that as an educational opportunity at a Robert Scott Bell discounted rate, of course, Joe, mm -hmm. because that's something I want to talk about today, just to kind of recap the weekend. Yeah, you know, I was going through the A4M, the Anti Academy of Anti Aging, and they have a big conference uh, next month. Just for a staff to attend is twenty two hundred bucks. If you're a healthcare staff professional, staff member, one staff member, right? Yeah, one. Yeah, twenty two hundred bucks. It's like, yeah, and um, for a healthcare professional, twenty seven hundred, and that doesn't include a smoothie, a protocino, <laughs> uh, a book, a cup of coffee, hotel, nothing. It's just to get into the event. And I'm not saying it's not worth it. They have a great convention, right? What I did is I started looking at their speaker list and I compared it to our speaker list. If we were doing a draft, like mm -hmm. for a football team drafting right. or, or a convention drafting speakers, you know, my number one draft pick, we, we, you know, you could take any of our top four. I'm right? picking your guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was Judy, high Tracy, uh, Bob Rakowski, Len, Paulina, mm -hmm. Christine, uh, Dr. Phil. I mean, 
I'll take all of them before the other speakers because what I found there's a lot of these big conventions we go to. The speakers are just that, they're speakers. They're not cl clinicians, they're not people out there in the field, not all of them, mm -hmm. but we see that people transition to speak because maybe it's their next stage in their career. Mm -hmm. However, not our people. I mean, Dr. Len says he's been trying to retire for what, 10 years? And, <laughs> and I we won't just let keep him. pulling him back in. Yeah. Well, and it's an important bridge that, that Dr. Len is making for a lot of folks that are coming on over from the allopathic right. world. And, and we're, we welcome them. I mean, once they recognize, look, they have a skill set that is appropriate for some things, but not all things. And certainly right now with chronic degradation, inflammatory diseases, managing those diseases with toxic poisons is not a growth industry as much as they'd like it to believe the, the, the pharma companies. Uh, we have been focused on, you know, what we call natural solutions, supplemental solutions, food solutions. And we have the added, let's say, challenge of not being able to often freely communicate, even scientifically, what we know to be factual, much less clinically. And we come together at these events and suddenly we can share the information that sometimes you're very limited on through the airwaves. And that's, again, another reason why I want people to attend these events, because you'll learn things you, you couldn't learn just by, you know, happenstance it takes a lot of effort and these people that have dug deep and have worked clinically for years to do these things and succeed we all are benefiting by that so and you know jamie you guys have never stopped educating even through the COVID years we've talked about this you could have just packed it up shut it down like everybody did and you're like -uh, that's not what we're here to do you were fulfilling a mission that you have and it's only gotten better as you brought more people in that are aligned in mission, purpose, and spirit. And again, I, I shout out, give shout out to Christine. I'm just so impressed with her. So much joy that she brought in. And I see the, the joy that she's brought into everybody. It really balances out our raw masculinity, which is important too. You know, there, there was such an eclectic nature to our speaker panel, right? Mm -hmm. And and not only that, you know, you mentioned clinical experience, Robert. They all have clinical experience you know it may not be allopathic experience mm -hmm. but it's clinical experience the kind that really matters yeah great minds think alike joe i was just thinking mm -hmm. of that and if you look at the group right uh i don't you know it's like a team it's like a football team right you need every player doing their job and if you look at the eclectic nature of our team the diversity of the team and you look at someone like len who is a traditionally trained pharmacist right that over the years got to CCN and naturopathic medical doctor and right. No one that's very, very background, right? Mm -hmm. Then you look at someone like Dr. Tracy with the personal training and naturopathic background, Dr. Judy with her research PhD and all of her patents. And she worked in the pharmaceutical industry and the nutraceutical. Then you look at Dr. Bob Rakowski. I mean, he was the headline speaker at the Swiss conference last year, the international strength conference. And you go right down and listen and you add in Paulina, the RD, you know, I call it the American dream, right? Um, nobody appreciates a country like she does. And she wasn't yeah. even born here. Then you get to Dr. Phil, an up and coming chiropractor who uses all these different innovative tools, right? I was just in the lobby and I ran into Gary Udit and uh, Jim Mannion, two of the top people in fitness were in the lobby just now. And mm -hmm. he says, oh, what do you do get an adjustment? He goes, oh no, this guy does it all. You got the laser, the cupping, the dry needling, the massage guns. So if you look at that group and what you bring, Robert, with the education and health freedom, um, and now we signed on Dr. Mary Bell Verdiala. She's an OBGYN, mm -hmm. MD, 
N N D. Who has that type of lineup? No, you don't see that lineup anywhere. And she is a great addition because she's a fertility expert, Robert. And, you know, in our discussions with her over the last several months, she can tell you more than anyone the effect of the last three years on fertility and infertility. It's shocking. Well, fertility, as a word, me and Joe never had to worry about, huh? No. So, um, but some people, they're uh-huh. saying one in four now yeah. is having an issue with fertility. So that's of uh, the hugest concern, right? Yes. We lose them. Is he here? No, I'm there here. Is. I just wanted to tell you guys on the fertility issue, you know, as timely as anything, because, you know, as I've been covering on this show and even behind the scenes, talking with fertility experts within the medical field, the scientific field, they have seen a dramatic decline in fertility rates, even in uh, what we call artificial insemination in vitro fertilization. The things that are witnessing after the mRNA injections mm-hmm. is unprecedented. We had already seen generational declines due to exposure to the toxins we've talked about, the you know genetic engineering, right. glyphosate. All of these things are impacting endocrine disruptors, plasticizers in the environment. So it's already been a great decline. And now accelerated to a, a degree that some are arguing we can't even replace or will shortly not be able to replace uh, those that die, you know. So, and of course, that plays right in the hands of what we call eugenicists or population reductionists. So, we have got to reach out to people that are invested in, you know, the goodness of humanity and the need and the uh, the desire and even the call for, I believe, God calls us, you know, go forth, be fruitful and multiply. And now we can't or many people can't. And that's a tragedy. So and not I'm, even uh, yeah, not even not multiplying, but less males are being born, right? Mm-hmm. Sperm counts are down. We know testosterone levels are down. My buddy Paul, he's a trainer up in New York. He just put a video out today. It was like from the forties or fifties. It was a uh, remember the physical education mm-hmm. test. So this one high school was like leading the country. All the kids were in shape, and you actually the color of your shorts mm-hmm. was determined by what level you were at. Can you imagine doing that now, right? You oh, have to wow, make them yeah. a rainbow colored dress. <laughs> Everybody wins, gets a trophy. Well, no, and some, you know, but it was the commitment to excellence, right? It was the commitment to doing your best. It was a commitment to that. And now we're being bombarded. We say, you know, we're, we're way past the years of just working out and eating good. And Robert, I love it because uh, you practice what you preach. This guy, Joe, even when he's on the road, He's got uh, chefs like uh, Dr. Michelle Consulman <laughs> follow him around. You know, uh, yesterday Christine had to take him to the, uh, you the, know, I guess the, the green market for yeah, nice we got an lunch. Deal. And it was nice because we even stopped on the way out uh, at the Nature's Food Patch, which back in my early homeopathic years, I would go down to Florida and I'd lecture. You know, I was on the circuit a lot of the health food stores that actually carried homeopathic medicine, and that was one of the places I remember lecturing when I was a snot-nosed homeopathic kid, practically. And it was so nice to visit them again. So I got some organic food for the trip home. And uh, I actually indulged and got an organic vanilla latte with organic coconut milk. And so we had that. And I'm, I needed all the things I could get just to get me through the long journey home into the snowstorm that night. Uh, but that was, you know, again, just a, it, it continued. You know, we all wanted to stay and continue. And every b- bit of the celebration that continued even as we were departing. And, and I've made such lifelong friends already from this weekend, some that I ne- had never met, others I'd met a few times already. And you guys are just becoming more family by the, by the day. You know, every time we get together, it's just like seeing brothers again. I, it's just, you guys are so much out there in the world that we can complain about. Why focus there? 
why not do this? No, you know, the place really had a lot to do with it, Jamie. I mean, kudos to Jamie and Christine. They they put this thing together, Robert. And, you know, you mentioned going home to the snowstorm. I mean, what better place to really have that kind of a of a family community atmosphere for energy than on the beach? In the yeah, ocean? sometimes you go to these places on the water and you can't park. Mm -hmm. You can't walk two feet without sewing up your butt, right? <laughs> they nickel and dime you to death, but yeah. not here. It was, it was very oh, relaxing. Very calm. relaxing. And I thought what we wanted to do a little bit today is just um, yeah. maybe give people a little highlight of some of the, the protocols and presentations because you know, you're talking about this thing of swimming in the sea of toxicity, right? Yeah. And with Judy and Tracy kicked it off and showing the research on how these toxins really affect the body, right? If you just look at the bodies now compared to 30 years ago even, right? Sure. They're more swollen. They're more inflamed. Mm -hmm. They're more toxic. Even when people are trying to do their best, right? Because what they consider healthy is maybe not healthy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people Ooh, that's a still great don't point. know. Yeah, that's such a good point. People think they're eating healthy and they're not because they're not digging deep enough. You know, it's the same thing with food as it is with supplementation. They're not digging deep enough. They're not reading labels. They're not researching where it's coming from. So, yeah, they think they could be eating healthy, and it's still very, very toxic. Yeah, this is a, an awareness that I had to learn hard, uh, in a difficult way, but I was a young man, 24, when I first started my journey, and now I'm, I'm way more than double that, uh, and yet I'm doing things I couldn't do at that age. So it says, which is a good news scenario, I believe and perceive that wherever you are today, it's not too late. If you're still breathing, there's still life. There's not only hope, but there's a reality that when you begin to do things differently, that which uh, I think prescribed by God, not necessarily by a medical man, but that is that which nourishes the body, brings in nutrition. And yes, even when we have done so much to move from that and create great harm, to have scientists like Judy Mikovits to go dig deep and Tracy, of course, to, to communicate in a way that can land how we can undo that damage in a very specific way for certain folks out yeah, there. Yeah, as we like yeah. to say, translate what Judy's saying. Yes, exactly. She does such Tracy does such a great job. We love that. And you know, uh, all of them brought back hope, right? I think. Because yeah. you know, with Judy and Tracy, with Dr. Bob, his protocols, some of those protocols, I, I was watching the audience and they're going, what? They'd never heard of these kinds of protocols before, but he's bringing people back from the dead, basically, you know, body dead. It's like, you know, their cells are revitalized. And that, that was a, I think that was a central. Theme. Yeah. And when we kicked it off on Friday, I know you weren't able to be there, but you know, I, we talked about the last few years, right. Mm -hmm. And where a lot of companies took off, took PPP money and bought the beach house and, you know, laid people off, fired people. You know, we didn't. And I said to my team and to my kids, because they were struggling, hey, the cream will always rise to the top. When we're trying to do these events with restrictions, imagine what we'll be able to do when we're not. So even though these companies have been around a lot longer, I feel like we've going in a new direction um, and we're the only ones out there doing that, right? So... We talked about when um, the virus started that we knew immune would be a hot topic. And then we're all sitting around and Tracy and Candace says, well, what about when people are sitting around? And Joe's like, they'll be fat, right? 
And then Tracy goes, well, what about two years from now? We all, she goes, are going to be sitting at home, quarantine. I go, sitting at home with their families for two years. And we all said, they're going to go crazy, right? Yeah. And that's what's happened. So we kicked it off with a really powerful testimonial from one of our allopathic MDs on a patient that was going to commit suicide. Do you want to talk about that, Joe? Yeah, this and I was going to bring up Dr. Gutierrez's name, and he had a patient that, and he, and this is great because he, like Jamie said, allopathically trained, a pediatrician, no less, which is probably the diff, the most difficult of the allopaths to convert over to uh, holistic I'd medicine. Be a good commercial to play on the RSB show. Exactly, mm-hmm. absolutely. They feel can tighten that up. Yeah, we got to tighten it up. But he had a patient, young adult, you know, in his twenties. Uh, professional had a girlfriend had everything but he was in such a state of depression that he came in to see uh dr guterres and he said uh i'm leave- i'm not going to see you anymore i'm leaving the country because he's not from here and the doc said why and he said because i don't want w- when i commit suicide i don't want my parents to have to deal with my body that, that i mean it's my heart it's a heartbreaker oh. yeah being it's such sad. a low vibration that mm. uh, you got to take your own life and then go overseas. And like the whole thing is just, it's just, it was heartbreaking. And to make a long story short, he did, he said, well, let's, let's just try some things. And he put him on our stress protocol. And it's not a difficult one. He put him on some basic nutrients, calm day, sleep time, super B, super B. All right. Full stress protocol. That's it. That's it. Adrenomax, super B, calm day and sleep and sleep time. In a couple of weeks. Because he did diagnose him with adrenal burn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Sure. Yeah. So, he, you know, each every couple of weeks he would check in and he was getting better and better. He was sleeping, feeling better. Now he's back to having fun, going with his friends, his girlfriend. And he actually walked in and said, Doc, I'm not I'm not committing suicide anymore. I'm living. And it was it was all natural. It was just amazing, right? I mean, yeah. I get chills thinking about. Well, life. a lot of other companies talk about being the largest vitamin company in the world. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Our mission is making the world healthy, and if that doesn't fulfill you, mm-hmm. nothing will. And not a, you know, we don't need a, a commercial for antidepressants that's going to air for twenty four hours a day on on ma- on you know mass media. No, yeah. we don't need that. We need these anecdotal one person events that mm-hmm. change people's lives yeah when you hear a story of a life saved again it impacts far greater than even all the science that can validate the reason why that life was saved which is you know something we enjoy and i thir- certainly enjoy thoroughly enjoy and there was a lot of scientific presentations as well but the reality is life is not confined within a scientific paper a journal article or even the scientific method it's lived and the reality is you're either living a happy, healthy, vital life, or maybe something less than that. And you, you're desiring to do that and you're not sure how, or you're on your wit's end like that individual and finding out that there are people that know some of these basics, you know, as in my homeopathic training, we certainly learned about a lot of remedies that can address many emotional states, including depression. But we also learned that depression is evidence of exhaustion. You know, you're depleted. So we can't just say, uh, you know, it's it's fully emotional, but there's physiological realities to that, that sometimes the emotional is too difficult to address, too traumatic to address. And if we can nourish the body back a little bit, 
that the energy comes back in, the vitality, the vital forces, we call it in homeopathy, comes back in. And now you can begin to address and assess some of these emotional difficulties that were just overwhelming too much. And so this is where we go body, mind, and spirit. And we come into some of the soul uh, intelligence stuff that Christine is doing. It's like, wow, have we got some folks that can come in and transform their future in a way that they might not have even perceived to this point. Yeah, I think a lot of people are used to the the term mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. But when you bring soul into the equation, yeah, but that takes it to a whole new level. It really does. It gets deep. It feels more internalized yeah. than spirit seems yeah. a little bit on the outside. Exactly. Right? Good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah makes it very personal and personable. Uh, so again, the stuff I anticipated was going to happen, it all did in a good and wonderful way. So folks, we're going to make available somehow, some ways with special offer for the Robert Scott Bell show audience. As soon as Phil gets it all buttoned up and that's fine. We just got back. You guys just got back. Although you guys didn't end up in a blinding snowstorm when you headed due North. <laughs> so uh, I'm so confused. Of, just a hard, I hardly know where I am, but I just know that I had a wonderful weekend. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's hard to, uh, differentiate between the dream and reality right mm -hmm. it's like how did i get here and joe's like it's only two hours to the beach i go i know but it seems a lot longer it right? sure does i got home when i got home i'm thinking i look thinking to myself wow i was just in some paradise and now yeah. i'm back in pittsburgh <laughs> but you know we take we we love this place too and we make the best of it all but you know it's that's how you appreciate it right mm -hmm. the diversity is how you appreciate it so that was a big one to kick it off on friday and then you know, Saturday morning, Dr. Len really hit home on the pain, inflammation, and sleep connection, right? Mm -hmm. We have a video testimony from one of our clients at the Wellness Center. And this is the power of samples too, right? Mm -hmm. So we provided a sample for her for sleep time and the transdermal CBD cream. And who'd she use it on, Joe? On her husband. Mm -hmm. Why her husband? Her husband's a double amputee. And he, of course, he couldn't. He just a severe electrical accident twenty years ago. Robert, yeah. mm -hmm. double amputee, didn't didn't sleep, constant pain, and he didn't sleep, which meant she didn't sleep. So her life, quality of life, was drastically affected. So you know who's affected when the wife is not happy? <laughs> Everybody. 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 Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so in so, in one sample, the the transdermal cream helped to burn and all his scarring and all his pain and the sleep time helped him sleep. And she said, he sleeps. So do I. Yeah. yeah. And it happened quick. I mean, yeah. it was, yeah. And she came back and she was just, you know, amazed. And that's the power of the bundles. You get the synergy, right? Yes. The one plus one doesn't equal two. One plus one can equal 10. Yeah, that's right. And that was the, the huge benefit on that one. Oh, I still love the transdermal CBD. It's just the unique delivery system of all the CBDs I've ever tried. And, you know, anytime I have like the, you know, I talked about the neck thing and the the traps, you know, tightness, the stress and so many benefits as you described, even for other issues uh, that is just, just wonderful. By the way, folks, if you're just new and we have so many new folks to join us all of the time here on the Robert Scott Bell show, we're dedicated to bringing the power to heal back to you where it belongs. And our friends at Nutritional Frontiers are certainly invested in do doing that and helping you do that. Whether you're a practitioner engaging in helping people that come to you, whether you're a layperson that wants to direct access support, uh, we have that available to you. And at 15% off discount, RSB 15 on all the products. And Super Don, can you show us the what's going on in April uh, for Nutritional Frontiers? Every month, there's a, a bunch of new specials and bundles that you can tap into. 
And uh, we always love it that uh, you can quote unquote double dip. What does that mean? If there are discounts and deals available that are already discounted for the month, you can use the RSB 15 code, RSB 15, and you can get an additional 15% off. I'm looking at a number of the things here for allergies and gut health solutions. That's all related. Allergies are gut related. Uh, Looks like one that's related to candida overgrowth. Um, There's the GI complete. There's the IgG. And uh, what is that? The probezyme. And what is the one on the far left? I can't read. It's tiny. SBC, Saccharomyces boulardii and Bifidobacterium combination. Mm -hmm. So that's real good for candida, Mm -hmm. diarrhea, and post-antibiotics. And even if you're not taking antibiotics, if you're eating uh, commercial meat or dairy products, you're getting the antibiotics in it. Yeah. So we have a wonderful products every month that cycles through, but you know, all the things that you get, you're going to do really, really well with. And that's why I want you to explore it, learn about it and, uh, get, you know, plug in. And I, you know, I thank you guys for offering that for our audience here, um, because we got a wide audience, we've got practitioners and we got lay people and everybody in between. And I want more people to become practitioners too. And to join us at these events, because the things you'll learn, and it's not like everybody that came to the event was a medical doctor first and then learned this stuff. In fact, the vast majority are not. It's it's great when we get the allopathically trained folks coming on over, and more are. But I love the fact that you know we got nurses, we got massage therapists, we got natural healers of all kinds coming together and learning things and teaching each other. Yeah, we have some people that um, maybe have certifications, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe people that went to Trinity to be a naturopath. Um, you know, personal trainers, RDs, staff. They're just a great group of people, and we don't care so much what's after the name. We care about, you know, what's before the name and what they stand on. And the people there are all, all fantastic, highly qualified individuals. And some, like Glenn, have been doing it for a few years, and some were their first event ever, right? Well, how about uh, Dr. Tringali? I mean, she... This is uh, uh, someone over, she's from Florida, but uh, uh, she's got an amazing uh, age management and uh, aesthetic clinic. And she said it was the best educational event she's ever been to. I mean, this is because it goes back to those clinical applications, right? Yeah, I think when Judy and Tracy get into it, you know, starting with the DMG. Yes. And then getting into the greens and explaining that, look, these are biohackers, Robert. Mm-hmm. These ingredients now, it's not a vitamin C anymore. We're way past those days. The amount of toxicity we're exposed to, you know, starting, you know, the first study back in the 80s with plastic, solvents, oxon, perfumes, chemicals, and now leading up to the modern day warriors like the glyphosates and things like that. You can't just, even if you ate great, it's not enough anymore. Mm-hmm. You need these biohackers that, can really circumvent mm-hmm. the genetic limitations on these toxins and be able to process them out of the body. You know, many times we use the phrase, it's simple, but it's just not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, and that goes, that just applies to so many things. But mm-hmm. with DMG, it is simple and it is easy. It's yeah. a single nutrient. It's endogenous to the body. We make it, we need it. And its effect in the body is so multifaceted. Dr. Gutierrez had another testimonial, Robert, with a young man, high school age, who had a speech impediment. And he he didn't stutter, but it just took a long time for his brain to convert his words orally. He couldn't get mm-hmm. them out fast. It took a long time to get a sentence out. Put him on DMG, 
He started him at just 500 milligrams, one chewable a week, yeah. a day for a week, went up to two. And then he went up to three. And after that, in one month, he came into the doctor's office and started speaking to him fluently. Hmm. And not only that, he took his SATs and he was off the charts. This is one Wonderful. single nutrient that's how powerful yeah it works the best when you start combining with the other nutrients right? right that's why we have it in the greens with things like the active folate and the spirulina and the chlorella mm -hmm. these are things that you don't usually find robert in greens drinks right so we're way past the chlorella and spirulina broccoli and and those types of things in spinach you got to fortify these formulas now with the right ingredients to get the synergy that you need to fight off all these toxins. Mm, I have integrated the, the NRDMG lozenges into our daily protocol, our whole family, my kids, my wife and I, and, and then when I'm out and about, I'm sharing the, the lozenges. I'm like, we're out doing them. Like even though I'm eating organic, I'm like, dude, we can't, ex we're exposed to so much. And so it's become an easy thing to, as an adjunct to everything else that we've learned. And it's been a, a, a beautiful addition. And I'm a slow guy when it comes to integrating new things, because I've been at this for so long. And so I take my time and I investigate and I learn and I talk to people and I'm like, uh, you know, not like I'm going to tell Judy, no, you're wrong, Judy Mikovich, because uh, she's right about all, well, pretty much everything we talk about. Uh, and I love that she, you know, is has brought out these protocols with Tracy. It certainly jump starts me to go, oh, let me think about how they're using that metabolic. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm putting that into play now, too. Uh, so I'm encouraged by that. Remember, enter DMG is the lozenge. And of course, the DMG ingredients available as a liquid. And as you point out, put into some of the other products as an adjunct to strengthen something that is quite unique because I've not seen anybody else do that. It's in about 15 of our formulations, right? Yes. So you start looking at the product and say, oh, okay, it's in that one. It's in that one. Why? And here's why. The other one they really went into, uh, I love, and Dr. Bob really pounded it was the spms oh yes mm -hmm. spms this is without a doubt i think the biggest effect on the chronic uh condition of inflammation that we have ever seen in this industry uh, specialized pro resolving mediators he really broke it down to where everybody understood finally why it works and spms have a wide range of usage and the reason is everybody's inflamed Right. Well, it's a, it's a core foundational cause of or beginning of all chronic diseases, yes. that inflammatory response, right? It's the response to the immune system and of the pain cycles and, and a lot of tissues. It's a repair mechanism. But what about low to moderate or even high grade chronic inflammation? If you don't get that at the core and put that fire out mm -hmm. and hey, fish oils do well, right? Turmeric does well. Our X flame does well. What happens when that inflammation is just too hot, too chronic, or you get, I always say it's like a big fire, right? You have a big fire pit going outside. It goes real good, but even when the fire goes out, if it's big enough or intense enough, those coals will burn for a long time. And that's what's going on in people's bodies. They're so inflamed mm -hmm. that some of the traditional Boswelli and turmeric and fish oils don't work as uh, as efficiently enough so right that's so but the word I, th I like to use is systemic when that inflammation is so systemic that you can't pinpoint it anywhere in the body but it's causing damage everywhere in the body then you've got to look towards spms and his protocol we i we were driving to the airport 
yesterday. And Rashid Coates, our, our rep down there, was with one of the doctors who was at the presentation. And he called me. He was and he said, we need that protocol right now. The, the protocol for stress release. And, and that's, they were ready to Im implement it immediately. So what is that, Joe? Dr. Bob's stress release protocol is two SPMs and one of our calm day capsules every waking hour for 12, up to 12 hours, three to five days, and then they monitor it to see if there's a change and effect, and mm -hmm. they adjust it from there. But think about that. I mean, the normal dosage, is two to four soft gels of SPM a day. He's doing two an hour every waking hour along with calm day. So you're calming the mind. That's the stress related to the mind. You're calming the stress related to the inflammation. Hmm. So let's think about why he does it because I asked him, right? He says that people are coming in so stressed and running on adrenaline that if he doesn't cool them down first, he can't get them healthy quicker. Right. Just just to know that. Mm -hmm. Right? Because what does your basic allopathic physician do? Put you on a drug. Or put you on another one. And then you have the side effects and the adverse effects. And they put you on another. But this is the initial protocol. And then he adjusts it from there. And his results are tremendous. We've yeah. Then he has in the sleep time at night. Yes. Right. And he likes to use the liquid melatonin also. Yes. Yeah. That was so, very interesting on his, yeah. his take on melatonin because, you know, for years people think, well, you can only take it at night because, you know, it's only for sleep. It's a massive, major antioxidant in the body. And I love what he said. He said, if you get sleepy taking melatonin during the day, we've got other problems to it. Sure. Yeah. It's not the melatonin. Well, and to that point of that protocol, it, it doesn't suppress inflammation. It, facilitates normal let's say normalization and, and enhancing what we call regenerative properties that remove the right. need for inflammation because remember inflammation is an immune response but when we go into chronic it goes into degradation and degeneration and aging and all of these things that are happening well before they should or maybe arguably as we've seen evidence of people in their elder years that don't appear to be elder at all in terms of their physicality why is it? And they say, oh, it's just good genes. Well, yes, we all have genetic strengths and weaknesses, but that, that goes into previous generations and, you know, the epigenetic aspects of environmental things. But we're, we're also taking advantage of what we know of the environment impact on gene expression and utilizing food substances to facilitate gene expression that is promoting healthy aging, if you can call it that, but aging that doesn't result in degeneration. And it's like, that's in the medical community, that's still a shock that that's even possible. And we're not waiting for them to come on board, but those that are from there coming on board, we're welcoming them and getting them up to speed in a hurry. Yeah. The one research study on PubMed, one of 1500 plus on SPMs <laughs> mm -hmm. stated that exact word in the conclusion. It says it actually restores homeostasis to the body, mm. which we learned in junior high is very difficult to do especially in a chronic patient. Yeah, and unless you can get back to homeostasis, you can't get beyond that to the path to optimal health. So most people will never get on that path because they've never reached ground zero. They can't yeah. get back to ground zero. So guys, upcoming events. I've got, uh, you know, at your website, nutritionalfrontiers.com, 
I do see some VIP dinners that are coming up like May 19th in Orlando, June 8th in uh, Butler, and then June 22nd in Ohio. You mentioned that you guys are going to the A4M. That's more more or less a very high-end anti-aging conference, as you pointed out, the costs associated with that. Um, you have made your educational events extraordinarily affordable, uh, and that makes it you know available and, op- and an option for folks that you know may not be interested in going to a place like A4M. But other events that we've been, been at that are not necessarily your events or my event that we attend as well, are there any other things we should know about upcoming? Well, of course, we have the Wellness Weeks, right? Oh, that's a big so one. So we have right? Wellness Week You'll- number 102. And this is great for healthcare professional and consumer to attend. Right. And those are free, the wellness weeks, right? Yes. Yes. You don't need to be a patient. If you want to travel in, we have people coming from all over. We have vendors now and demos at these events. So that's May 13th to the 20th. What are some of the highlights, Joe? Well, you know, we're going to every day of that week, Robert, as you know, because you've taken part in them, we'll have workshops, presentations and demos all every single day. So the the workshops will be by professionals in the industry and st- our staff. The uh, the uh, roundtable discussions, will, again, we'll be bringing everybody in like yourself. The demos will be both uh, demos with technology and demos with our, the, the smoothies that you love mm-hmm. and the treats that we can make from our amazing protein powders, all these healthy foods and treats. So it covers the whole gamut from technological to everyday life right down to food. Yeah, now with the vendors there and the demos between the infrared sauna, we have the cloud, which is a new version of the um, Beamer. We have Zyto testing. We have um, Normatec boots. We have the uh, vibrator therapy. And we're we, going to have body composition this yeah. time. Now we're adding that in. That's something new. Uh-oh. Mm. Better get in shape. Uh, again, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, and I then think- we, have, we have a Lego scan testing as well. So we have all kinds of testing that we'll be doing. Uh, but we want people to come in and take part. You know, it's, yeah. it's an event. It's a community. Jamie likes to call it a community wellness event. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You don't have to be a customer or a patient. You can just come in and take part. That's the best. And if you come in from out of town, there's a couple hotels right up the street, real reasonable. And uh, we will uh, roll out the red carpet for you if you come in from out of town. Well, that'd be great. And by the way, the event we did on the beach, apparently they've committed, you guys, to next year. Uh, I think it's going to be in May of next year. 2024? Yeah, it'll be uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend, okay. 2024. So we're excited, ready for that first weekend in May. Yep. You know, this is going to be interesting, Robert, because, you know, we can only – I feel we, we do real well with about 100 to 125 people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we don't want more, but, you know, we are going to be somewhat limited. Based on what we've experienced this year – I think is they're going to be beating down the doors to join us next year. So well, then before that happens, yeah. we have the second professional training event of the year right here in Pittsburgh in October. Oh, those it's are October. great! Yeah, I've yeah. got a couple of those already. You guys, that's another wonderful opportunity to get together. It's not the same as the beach, but we had fun, dude. We went on a boat the last trip too, and in, in uh, on the three rivers. Yes, yeah, it's October sixth and seventh. You get to enjoy the. Uh, the fall foliage, as they would call it here. So it's to be right in the uh, beginning of that. So people are excited to come to Pittsburgh. It's a nice time of the year to be here, especially if you've been dealing with the uh, heat all summer. 
Mm-hmm. Out in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. The heat will be gone. The snow won't be here yet, so it'll be right in the middle there. It'll be nice. Awesome. Yeah, we've got a beautiful city. We like to showcase it too. And the hotel that we have it at is right on the river, like you saw last time. It'll mm-hmm. be in that same place, and uh, we're gonna we're we're looking forward to that too. And of course, you'll be there, Robert. Right? Well, if yeah, if I'm invited, you know, I want to find. You're my always there. invited. <laughs> I you know I tend not to assume that I am because sometimes I offend people and never know you know what happens. Uh, but um, oh, good, we want you to offend people. Yeah. You don't offend us. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, hey, if they're if they're easily offended, yeah, then you know they're easily controlled. So we want to we want to you're doing that. something good then, something right, exactly. One thing I do want to comment on. I know we only have a couple minutes. Yeah, um, it is what they call allergy season. Yes. They have extended allergy season because there was a mild winter and plus people's immune systems are so poor. So I want to talk about the Air Max challenge and part of Dr. Len's protocol for allergies, Joe. Yes, absolutely. The Air Max challenge. Uh, We have to credit Mike Gallagher for that. He and him and one of his, he and one of his doctors came up with it right now. uh, Make sure you mention my name. Yeah. Spell my name. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, we have this amazing formula called air max and it is the most powerful natural antihistamine on the market today. Uh, It uses a uh, patented research trademarked ingredient called Benegut, which is from the perilla seed extract powerful antihistamine it of course has dmg in it it has quercetin vitamin c all the usual suspects when it comes to enhancing the immune system and helping to suppress histamine but you know we do it in a chewable tablet and a capsule and what we have found is these chewable tablets because of the absorption rate into the bloodstream get immediate results so the air max challenge is a 15 minute challenge chew two air max tablets and we guarantee you in 15 minutes, your breathing will be better. So is that safe for a kid, Joe? Because a lot of kids these days suffering from allergies. Yes, for kids, for everybody. These chewables are perfect for kids, and they have a nice sweet tart kind of taste, mm-hmm. and they could be for kids, can be for adults. Of course, if you don't like chewables, we have it in a capsule as well. you got to give it maybe 30 minutes in a capsule because of the absorption rate, but the sure. chewables, Unbelievable. We've had a hundred percent success rate, Robert, with the Air Max Challenge. Oh, absolutely. So what are some of the other formulas you bundle up with with the Air Max? Yeah, you know, with Air Max, you also you can also add in quercetin by itself. You can add in vitamin C. Our buffered C is one of the best on the markets because it's from acerola. It's not from corn. Right. So NAC, quercetin, uh, vitamin C in the form of buffered C all work well. But make the Air Max the foundation of the protocol. Excellent, guys. Of course, uh, DMG. You can add DMG by itself. Right. How how uh, you know you coming off of this uh, event? And I'm like I said, I'm still buzzing about it. Like you'd also talked about. It's like was it dream? Did it really happen? It's so so amazing. Uh, and I just had some great you know heart connections with folks there. Um, you really felt their their commitment, passion, and excitement about the journey. And, you know, bringing some positive and some upliftment to a, a time where it's very easy to be distracted with all that's going on. And yet not, you know, we don't uh, pretend, you know, there's no challenges out there, but we're recognizing that if we're going to meet those or exceed and go beyond them, we're going to have to be the fittest and strongest we can be. And strategically, you know, all the things that we talk about and that you guys are doing is making it possible 
where others may be talking about the impossibility, we are actually proving that it's not only possible, but it's inevitable when you do the things we discuss. And I think that, um, you know, Jamie hit on it early on. You hit on it. You said the synergistic approach and formulations, approaching it from the standpoint of protocols. And Jamie's already put together all the major protocols that were discussed over the weekend in a nice, concise format. It's about protocols and lifestyle. It's not about products and ingredients. And that's something I think we really pounded home over the weekend. Yeah, because you got to do everything, right? Someone's mm-hmm. asking in my morning routine. I went through and he looked at me. He said, wow, that's a lot. I said, you got to, you know, you reap what you sow, right? You, you want it, you got to put it out there. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people nowadays are, are looking for the secret, mm-hmm. the quick fix. How long is it going to take? <laughs> you know, we want this for a lifestyle forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they spent their whole life getting here. To this point, you know, to getting to this destructive point. Let's give us a little time. All we need is a little bit. Give us a couple. Yeah. One last thing I want to mention, I think we got a couple minutes, is the bone joint inflammation that Dr. Mm -hmm. Phil went over. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I hear a lot. I can't do it because my knee. Oh, my back hurts. My neck hurts. My elbow. You know, it's like everything hurts, right? Mm -hmm. So oftentimes people either had an injury, right, an accident. Mm-hmm. or it's just wear and tear or maybe there's too much weight on those joints so we have a very simple protocol for joint health that has been utilized in the wellness center since before nf that's right yeah over 12 years over 15 years it the, that the heart and soul of it is a formulation called h a plus now that stands for hyaluronic acid but it's not just that first of all the form of ha of hyaluronic acid in it is a patented research trademarked ingredient biocell type 2 collagen and it has that in in fact it also uh as a component of that ingredient it has glucosamine and chondroitin as well those were the two original approaches right but beyond that robert it has msm it has sulfur in it and the body requires sulfur to heal. So maybe that's been the missing component all these years for people just trying to use glucosamine, just trying to use hyaluronic acid. So we take it to that next level by adding that in there. Yeah. Folks look yeah. out for the guys. Uh, we're all about out of time, but I want everybody to look oh. out for, we're going to make an offer available so you can access the detailed presentations. I know you, you, you both did an excellent job of kind of giving the overview and tap into the things that were taught. But there's so much more if you want to go into the details of it, the why of it, the science of it. And, it, and that's fun. And even, you know, Paulina's, I, I mentioned, and you did too. She's just such a patriot. Uh, I want to share her on the show, my show, to get her on to talk about her journey uh, from, I believe, was it Siberia and Russia yes. to America? Yes. You know, it's one of those stories that you're like, blow your mind about uh what is possible, even with all the obstacles that people want to say, oh, you can't do these things. Yes, you can. And she's living proof. And she did a great presentation on, uh, you know, business ideas and how to, uh, you know, grow, grow the business and the model of health and healing in freedom, not in deception and force and coercion. We're not asking the government for anything. We are teaching by example and showing people how to do this and succeed and do even greater things. So you guys are inspiration. I appreciate you. And that was Paulina on Calm Day. Could you imagine without... <laughs> <laughs> yes that was terrific. talk about energy wow yeah. well thanks Jamie, so much robert thanks super don we appreciate all support love you guys yeah i love you too whole family there at nutritional frontiers is ready to take your calls 
Uh, if you have questions about anything, remember the code RSB15. And it's a reminder, just like they're living it, the power to heal is yours. Bonus round. Here we go. Just saw mom showed up. Nice of you to join us, mom. Better late than never. All yes. of us in Atlanta. I had to fly through Atlanta so quickly. I just waved to mom and was up flying in and out. Uh, but that uh, that airport is insane. I'm telling you, Atlanta's just so big. But made it home earlier than I'd planned. But again, what a white knuckle adventure. Not one that I am thrilled to repeat outside of a roller coaster where you sort of know you're on a track. But uh, we were in a, a, a snowstorm extraordinaire, like many more feet of snow. They're talking about uh, places up in the mountains like 800 plus inches of snow in one season. I don't know if they've ever recorded that. Yeah, it's crazy, especially in California. Um, they've got just record snowfall. It's insane. Do you think they were wrong about global warming? It's actually uh, an ice age. The new ice age, they used to say. When it's climate it. change. It's not global warming. It's I climate know. change. It's an ice age. It's a cold age. It's a warm age. Hey, get a cold plunge. I still, I still, I find this funny. I do, and I'm not knocking anybody who has one of these cold plunge things. But, dude, it's called cold water. Just fill up your tub. It's cheaper. And it usually comes out. Unless you're in Florida, it's going to come out cold mostly, most places. Yeah. But people, you know, back in the day, it was a big thing. Hot tubs, right? Spend, mm -hmm. a, you know, a few grand on a hot tub. Now people are spending a few grand on a cold tub. Oh, <laughs> like, who, who comes up mm -hmm. with this stuff? If we could sell everybody on cold tubs, they'll buy them. Basically, filling a tub with cold water. Okay. You put ice in it, too? Yeah, you could. Even make it mm -hmm. colder. Look, if you if you dig it, you love it, that's good. I'm not a big fan personally. Of no, it. yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But no it thanks. is funny what you can sell people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, good show today. Yeah, thanks for Jamie and Joe for carrying it an hour or two. Yeah. Like I said, I, I know you say that I, I haven't made any major errors today, but no. it's just like the processing. I feel like there's like synapses not. Yeah, oh, I get so, it. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So. I gotta, uh, I gotta get out of here about ten after. Or what do you so. got? I got, on, I got a grandchild being dropped off. Oh, okay. The the okay. youngest one of the bunch. Make sure they don't drop her off on the head. Okay? No, that's a different no. kind of drop off. Yeah. So you're gonna play play uh, uh, grandpa babysitter? Yep. Gotcha. Yep, I am. My daughter's gonna go spend some time with with Riley mm -hmm. alone. Okay one-on-one -on -one, so i'm gonna watch autumn for a bit and then they're gonna go uh then they're gonna go and uh see a florist uh -huh. uh to start getting the or flower situation arranged for my daughter's wedding in november oh yeah, already they're planning for that huh well, it's been planned for a while. It's just now it's getting serious. Okay. And <laughs> we're getting and close. Are you guys going to have it like at an outdoor garden or something or what it's do you It's an indoor at? venue. Okay, indoor. It's in November and it is where I where I'm at here, so Okay. An outdoor wedding in November is probably not a good plan. Yeah. Um so, yeah, it's going to be a big deal. Dude, is is it going to be a live music venue band and stuff or DJ? There's not going to be a band. I think it's going to be a DJ. Okay, yeah. But it's big enough it could be. I mean, wow. you could put a band in there. It's it's a huge it's a, place. Now, is it going to be like for hundreds of people where we can invite everybody from the Robert Scott Bell show? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know actually how many people are on the list. Mm -hmm. But um, 
it's it's gonna listen. You know, it's one of those things where it's not gonna be cheap, <laughs> and I'm on the hook for it. You're such uh, a good dad. Yeah. Well, you know, it's tradition, right? So it's uh, and it is it is my my baby uh, mm-hmm. girl. So wow, you know, it's got to be right. So. Amazing that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. All right. Well, let's see what's going on the rest of the week here. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow, I've got an interview. I'm being interviewed by Daniel Christos from Baal Busters. You know anything about this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It's on the schedule. That's a Kevin arrangement. All right, Kevin. What is that all about? I need to know. Uh, then we got Dr. Jurgen Winkler, uh, who's going to talk about his clinical practice, integrative medicine, and he includes the use of the Folium PX, the Folium products. Oh, I wanted to show you guys this for those of you who are new. It's a three-prong system. There goes one on the floor. I got to pick it up in a second. But the first one is the uh, Folium PX. It's the super antioxidant. That's your baseline. And you can start with one, two, or three, you know, one, two, or three times a day, depending on your needs. And it's the stuff that got my mom back. Hold on here. Let's see. I got the super immune. Uh, Hold on. Let me grow. I got to go down and get it. Fell down. Here it is. The immuno right here and this is the super antioxidant you know that's the, the second in the, in the series and then you move into the super antioxidant version folium px the relax and this is extraordinary and we're hearing more stories and if you missed i think it aired on sunday sunday yeah uh the interview i did with chloe and her mother and ba- babri what a, i mean my heart was moved as well but there was a lot of love in that relationship between mother and daughter trying to figure out what happened after the HPV shot. Kind of like remember Candace Owens, that's where she, what got her motivated to talk about vaccines and say she's never vaccinating her kids, for instance. Uh, so it's, it's a very powerful story, but a great, great story of recovery. So y'all check that out. Yesterday's story gave you some semblance of uh, kind of the things that were happening at the, uh, the weekend nutritional frontiers event. And uh, that was recorded outdoors by the pool and the beach and if you hadn't seen that, that's a fun one. We hear bird noises all, you know, it's like pet sounds by the Beach Boys. Yep. No, there's bird <laughs> uh, and that was fun. Yeah. And then today we had a great show uh, again with uh, uh, Julie Matthews, Nourishing Hope, and then uh, Jamie and Joe from uh, Nutritional Frontiers. Let's see what else we have. Uh, do we know, we don't know if Ty's showing up this this uh, week, do we? Last week he wasn't able he to. He didn't show up last week. I don't yeah. know about this week. I will. I will inquire. Okay, that would be tomorrow if he is. And then let's see, what do we got on Thursday? Well, of course, we'll have Jonathan E. Mord from the Campaign Trail running for the United States Senate in Virginia, emord4va.com. Looks like Micheline Risley, Risley, looks like. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, imbibelifestyle.com is uh-huh. what uh, is, is, that's about. I got that message this morning. Okay. And I was thinking imbibe. Yeah, that, that's like drinking. Is yeah, that, is it a? Is it a? But no, this is a. They have a uh, a scientifically designed, patent pending product mm-hmm. to bring comfort and security to uh, their users. Okay, uh, creating a unique pillow design for optimal sleep positions, and providing antimicrobial and thermal regulating properties in all our products. Okay, that's interesting. We'll check it out. Huh. Always something new, something new to learn. Imbibe lifestyle. I thought it was going to be like a fun show. Oh, that's serious. Doing shots or something. The 7th of April is Good Friday, and it's a travel day, and we'll likely do an encore for that day. 
Um, we might do uh, some type of uh, show for Sunday, like we've been trying and doing well, actually. New mm-hmm. new material every every Sunday now, so we're not getting reruns just on Sunday. So that's good. That's cool. And that's Easter Sunday this weekend. And then back in studio on uh, Monday, it looks like. Yep. Yeah. So with Shy from Israel, or actually, you'll be recording. I'm pre-recording. Yeah. I don't know when that'll air, if it's that day or not. But yeah. We oh, Doctor Peter Glidden, really? Glidden's coming back. Glidden will be back in hour one on Monday, and then we'll have Tracy Slepsevic uh, in oh, hour two. Oh, by the way, her book is uh, available now today officially. Yeah. It is Warrior publishing Mom. day for Tracy Slepsevic. So if, if yeah. you haven't uh, checked it out yet, Warrior Mom, mm-hmm. a mother's journey in healing her son with autism. Yeah, she's awesome. So check that out. It's available today. Uh, let's see. Next week also we have High Res was rescheduled for next week. He's cool. Yes. And what is today? Is the He's got a great song. I got kind of hooked on it. Two plus yeah. two equals five. I love that. <laughs> he's really good i mean he's you know i get listen there's all kinds of people out there musicians and artists and rappers and stuff Mm -hmm. and all you know especially uh some of these um artists that are you have a purpose behind what it is that they're doing getting messages out and um high res is exceptional in my opinion Mm -hmm. uh he's very talented when it comes to rapping which i i appreciate yeah uh, a lot and so i I've, I've probably listened to that one over and over so many times it's it's ridiculous but it it really is it's it's it has it almost reminds me of like a mm-hmm. like back when eminem was good hmm. that's what it kind of reminds me of mm-hmm. um so yeah anyway and and the videos are are really cool too the one in particular for that one has it has like all these people that we know in it Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's very comical you know what i never took robert malone yeah for being a funny actor kind of guy but he is hilarious in in this music video Mm. did did you see the video yeah i did yeah we we like they're all in a classroom and and they're like students sitting in a classroom and robert malone is like totally funny cracking one-liners and stuff i'm just like i had no idea i think uh, jp sears is in it too jp sears is in it and that ian uh it was wasn't it? Remember the the super huge buff dude with the the beard that owned the gym, and it was oh, in the yeah. news. Uh, like Ian something I can't remember Ian his last Freeman. name. He was in it, and and several other people, and yeah. So Very anyway, cool. we'll look forward to having high res on next week too. Yep. All right, y'all. Any other questions or comments coming from the chat rooms? We are in bonus mm-hmm. round. That means no rules. I see nothing in social Anarchy. media. Anarchy. So anarchy is basically freedom. Mm. It's not a violating of anyone's rights. That's not what it's designed to be. But, you know, we can get into those discussions another time. So looks like we're all wrapped up. Kev's there. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of funny comments I see. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to slow down and laugh at some of them. Sorry about that. Um, let's see here. Scrolling back up. Oh, there's some some funny hair jokes with that picture with Chris uh, from... Uh, the green market cafe mm. he rode his bike all the way. He didn't take the bus, uh, which was nice. And it was a nice, I would call it a reunion. He says we hadn't met in person before, but I feel like I know him. I felt like I knew him because he's, he's always here. He's here every day. Yeah. We're interacting all the time, which is great. Thank you, Chris. And, all right. My daughter's here. Oh, all right. Well, we got to go. We got to roll y'all. 
We'll see you live tomorrow, God willing, less than 22 hours from now, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where you know what? I don't have to tell you. I've told you twice already. So you guys say it to yourselves. The power to heal is... There it is.